passionate about the truth of God's Word and will tell you like it is, Autumn Miles is best-selling author of three books, popular speaker, CEO, wife of 17 years, and mom of four kids, and not to mention, everybody's best friend. With fresh biblical insight, she dares you to step out in raw faith. everybody how are we doing out there it's your girl autumn miles we are going for another day two in our series about hearing from god hearing from god i hope you guys loved last week i love teaching it i hope it helped you understand that you can hear from the spirit of god he's speaking he wants to talk to you he wants to let you know a little bit about you he wants to let you know a little bit about how you're created about what he wants for you about what he wants for your family so it would be in your best interest <laughs> to learn how to hear from the spirit of god okay like i said last week he is our helper Today, we are going to talk about hearing from God from his word, okay? It's going to be good. It's going to be good. But I want to tell you a little bit about my life. I have two teenagers right now, too. I have two teenagers and then two almost seven-year-olds. My two teenagers have been going to a lot of formal events, lots of formal events, tons of them. My daughter, she's got like a thing like every week. It's crazy. We are now looking for prom dresses, which I refuse to buy some of these plastic dresses that they sell. I refuse to do it, which I know we've talked about. Moving on. Clear skies. Okay. My son just had his first formal dance. I want to just parallel the difference between having a girl and having a boy. My daughter, who is 16, tells me in advance about the dance three months ahead of time. Mom, there's this dance. I need X amount of dollars in order to go to the dance. There is this event. I need this much money to buy a ticket, whatever, whatever. We need to go shopping. Are you going to do my hair? Are you going to do my makeup? I just want to look my best for this event. And as a girl, I totally get that. So I am all about it. Like, yes, let's go get the thing. I will not let her wear things that she's not covered in. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not that kind of a mom. Okay. You can look cute and still be covered, people. You can be fashion-y and still be covered. Okay. I just like, it's anyway, it's not my vibe. So here I've got this child that is a teenage girl that is telling me three months in advance. Actually, we are already talking about prom for next year, which is about 13 months away. (laughs) We already know what color we're wearing. We already know what we want to do that night. It's 13 months away, right? So, So that is a girl. My son goes to a dance a couple of weeks ago and tells me about the dance the day before. It was their formal dance. I had no idea this thing was even happening. And you know how you do, you know, you know, those of you that have kids, you know, you get 432 text messages, emails, updates from the school. I I don't read them all. I can't read them all. It's impossible for me to keep up with it. I'm sure it was, I called the school the other day and they're like, well, it was in the text message. And I was like, which one? (laughs) You said 400 of them. And, and listen, 
I love our school system. It is phenomenal. But just like humanity, you can't read every single text message that comes through. Anyway, here we go. Back to the story. My son walks in and he said, Mom, I have a, I have a, I have a dance and I need X amount of dollars for a ticket because I missed the early bird pricing, which of course he did because he's a boy. And then he said, and I need clothing to wear to this dance because my son has grown seven inches in the last two days. Okay. He is growing at a rate that I, I didn't even fathom was possible. I didn't realize that you can grow out of a shirt overnight. Like it's, and he's, he's, it's just the way his body's growing right now. Mom, I've got a dance like tomorrow. I need clothes tomorrow. Okay. Well, where is it? I don't know. Well, are your friends going? I don't know. Okay. Well, what time does it start? I don't know. Okay. Well, son, we're going to have to know something about this before we just send you off to this dance. What are you supposed to wear? I don't know. Okay. There is a vast difference. If you have all girls, there there is another side to, to life with these boys. If you have all boys, there is another side. It's It's so interesting to see how completely different children are, you know, when they're faced with the same thing. Girls, totally different from boys. We did end up, because I texted some of his friend's moms for details, we did find out the day of where they were meeting, what time the dance started, what he needed to wear. I ended up going and buying him pants and texted him, but he doesn't communicate well. So I didn't know until I had left the store that those pants were okay. Completely vastly different perspectives when you have two teenagers that are a boy and a girl. And that's my life right now, guys. It's like, you just kind of never know what you're going to get with my kids. Love them both. They're very, very different. So be encouraged, mom. If your son is like, I've got a dance tonight and um, he knew about it three months in advance. I, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> Solidarity right here, guys. Okay, uh, that's what's happening in my world. Super fun, huh? All right, catch me after the break. We are going to hear about how do you hear from God from his word? How do you do it? How do you do it? Huge question, and I'm going to answer it for you. All right, I'll see you after the break. <laughs> We'll be back with more from Autumn right after this. Are you looking for a passionate speaker for your next conference, church function, or fundraiser? Autumn Miles is the right fit for you. As the founder of the Autumn Miles Ministry, a live event ministry, Autumn has not only spoken at events around the country, she has planned and directed them. Autumn is a survivor of domestic abuse, and she is passionate about educating the church on how to effectively assist victims. Her message of hope and healing has been shared on the big stage internationally. Autumn is devoted to spiritually challenging people to draw closer to God. She is a passionate advocate for the word of God, women, domestic violence victims, and adoption. To find out how you can book Autumn for your next speaking engagement, go to autumnmiles.com. Once you're there, just search the top of the index for the Invite Autumn tab, click on it, and scroll down for more information. Once again, that's autumnmiles.com. 
And now back to the Autumn Miles Show. Here's your host, Autumn Miles. Okay, guys, we're back from the break. Mike, our producer, he's got boys and he totally feels my pain. And he said in the break, he said... They, uh, the boys will say, I don't know. Where is it? I don't know. Where is it? Where is, what time are you supposed to be at the dance? I don't know. What time's over? I don't know. I don't know. We're supposed to wear. I don't know. And then they say, can I go? <laughs> I wish I would have said that <laughs> because that's exactly what the kids do. That's what they do. And my answer to that is no, because you told us nothing. <laughs> go get some information and come back. Anyway, Mike's feeling my pain. His kids are a little older than mine are, but He's feeling my pain, right? Real life over here. Let's keep it real. Keep it real. Okie doke. Here we go. We are going to jump into hearing from God through his word. Got it. It is hearing from God through his word. Last week, we talked about the spirit. We talked about how Samuel was confused. We talked about how Paul was confused the first time they heard from the spirit of God. So don't feel like you're weird. If you're confused, you're actually very normal. Okay. That was last week. This week is all about the word. Now I'm going to say some things you're probably not going to like. I'm sorry, but I love you. And I want the Bible says, speak the truth in love. So I'm just going to, I'm going to package this with as much love as possible. But sometimes the truth is hard to hear, right? hard here. All right. You cannot hear from the word of God if you don't read it. Period. You can't hear from the word of God if you do not read it. So many times I've had people like, oh, God doesn't speak to me through his word. Well, yes, he does. When was the last time you read it? Oh, well, I don't read the word. Well, well, then there's your problem. Okay. God has been speaking through his word for since for centuries guys centuries his word has been with us for a long time we had the old testament before we had the new right we had the law before we had the new god has been th- speaking through his word forever and if you ever can't hear from his spirit or the other ways that i'm talking about creation i'm talking about other people if you can't hear from god that way You can for sure hear from him from his word, but you have to read his word. The enemy seeks those he may devour. And he is probably telling you something like this. You are too busy to read his word. You are too tired to read his word. It's too confusing. Why would you read his word? How do you even know what it's saying? The enemy has got all sorts of lies about the word of God. It's outdated. It's irrelevant. It's, it, I can't believe you think of that, that you believe that archaic stuff. It's not true. It's allegorical. Oh my goodness. The list could go on and on and on and on about his word. The truth is the enemy, the father of lies, He was a liar from the beginning, John says. Jesus says in John, the enemy wants nothing more than to keep you people from his word. He wants to do it. He will get crafty and he will try to do it every day. If you think about reading the word, the uh, the Bible, the word of God, uh, the the word of the enemy is going to come to you and try to get you to do anything else other than read his word, anything. 
You're going to have a sick kid walk in your room. <laughs> You're going to have your text message go off. Guys, I have to literally not look at my phone at all when I read the scripture because no doubt I get a text from someone and something is wrong, which takes my attention off of the word. The enemy knows that there is power in the word of God and he does not want you to read it. You have to read it in order to hear from God from it. That's super basic, but we need to say that because it's unbelievable to me how many people don't take time to read the word of God. And we all desperately need direction and clarification and hope and comfort. We all need it so badly. And yet the enemy is making us so busy or so distracted that he keeps us from it. Okay. So that's my first point. Sorry if it stepped on your toes, but I'm, I love you. I want, I love you guys. And I want you guys to be able to hear from God. Okay. (laughs) I just looked at my notes. My notes are more vicious than what I just said, guys, just so you know. Okay. I want to take you to why, why should you read the word and how can you hear from God through his word? I want to tell you exactly what the word of God is and what the word of God does. This is why reading the word of God is so important. Hebrews 4.12 says this. I don't think a lot of people understand this one verse. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing as far as the division of the soul (laughs) and spirit of both joints and marrow and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Let me read that again. Hebrews 4.12, this is what the word of God does. This is what it is. This is what it is and this is what it does. The word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing as far as the division of the soul and the spirit of both joints and marrow and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Listen, y'all, this verse, Hebrews 4.12, is so important because it tells us something that Satan, the enemy, does not want us to know. The word of God is living and is active. I grew up in the church for 20 years. My dad was the pastor of the church. I heard this verse, but I never received it. I did not realize how living and active the word of God is. I did not get it. I thought it's just a text where a bunch of old people do a bunch of cool stuff. It's probably not even true, you know, whatever. It was 20 years into my life that I realized how active, how living this book it is. I can't even explain it to you. It is supernatural. It is supernaturally living and it is supernaturally active and it is supernaturally personal for me and for you. And it is sharper than any two-edged sword and it is able to pierce the soul between the soul and the spirit both joints and marrow and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. What we have in this book, the Bible, the best-selling book of all time, the most popular book of all time is supernatural. It's supernatural. 
I didn't hear from God a lot from his word until I realized it was living and active. When I realized it was living and active was that night at 3 a.m. in the morning when I asked God to speak to me through his word because that's all I knew. I opened up the Bible. I was scared that God was going to kill me. I was just scared I was going to die, like drop dead. It was terrible. It was a terrible time in my life. I was very depressed. It was horrible. Opened up the word of God to Psalm 91. The word of God spoke to my spirit so specifically that it saved my life. Psalm 91, the righteous will have long life in some versions. With long life, I will satisfy them in in other versions. That one verse, living, active, sharper than a two-edged sword, that verse saved my life. It's why I'm here today. So I don't, I cannot tell you how incredibly important you receiving the truth that the word of God is living and active is. I just, I can't even, I I literally don't even have words. The other day I was so incredibly just upset about something that had happened. And the spirit was reminding me of a verse, just reminding me of a verse. And I opened up my Bible. (laughs) Guys, I don't even know how this happens. And I was like looking for this verse in the Bible and realized my Bible had opened up directly to the page the verse was on, you guys. I woke up in the middle of the night the other night and I was worried about something. And I, the Spirit of God was talking to me about Psalm 121. And then he reminded me of something else in scripture, picked up the word. It was exactly what I needed to hear. The word of God is so so supernatural. It's so living. It's so active. It is active. It will activate you. It's so living and active that it will change your life if you receive that it is living and active because it is. I want to take you guys to um, 2 Timothy. This verse is, it's a popular verse, but this is what it does. So we know that it's living, active, sharper than the two. That's how powerful it is. That's what the word of God is. This is what it does. All scripture, 2 Timothy 3 says this. You might've heard this, but hopefully I will explain it in a little bit different way. 16 and 17, all scripture, all scripture, all scripture. Yes, it was written by men who were inspired by God. Yes, that is true, okay? All scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, Train for training in righteousness, so that verse 17 the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. So, I just told you in Hebrews just an overview of what the word is. This is what it does it is profitable for teaching you, it is profitable for reproof, it is profitable for correcting you. It is profitable for training you in righteousness. Okay. We just heard Hebrews what it is. This is what it does. I need those things in my life. I don't know about you. I need to be corrected. Sometimes I need to be taught all the time. I need training. I need training on how to deal with my motherhood, my work, I need the training in righteousness, and that's what it does for you and for me. Psalm 119, David puts it like this. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path, okay? When we get 
that God's word is living and active. We can then take God's word and apply it to our lives. And that's what King, uh, David knew in Psalm 119. Your word is a lamp to my feet. It will light up the direction that I need to go in, whether it's correction, whether it's, you know, I need, I need to make this decision in my life. I need to marry this person. I need to go to this church or whatever. It is a lamp. It lights up my foot on a dark path. Your word is a lamp to my feet and it is a light to my path. And I will just second the great psalmist and say, that is what it's been for me. The word of God is not something that's like like a spirit that you don't know if it's you or whatever. The word of God is very tangible. You can go pick one up anywhere, 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 <laughs> and you can read it and it will tell you exactly what you need to hear in the moment. Now, there are times when I will read scripture and the scripture just doesn't seem to agree with what I'm doing, dealing with in the moment. And that's when I ask the spirit of God to speak to me through his word and to illuminate what I need to be taught, reproved, corrected, and trained in righteousness. The spirit of God and the word of God work in tandem to light up our paths. They are buddies. They are friends. Okay. They're they're one, but the spirit of God is never going to contradict the word of God. They work together, often confirming one will always confirm the other and the other will always confirm the other. They are partners in your life to help you understand what God wants for your life. It is often that God, I'll read something in scripture and then my husband will come home and say this, I saw this great verse today and I just thought of you. And he'll speak to me the very verse that I read in scripture. The spirit of God is working in him to confirm what the word of God is saying to me. The word of God is tangible. It would be the best place to start if you don't know how to hear from God. And when, whatever tickles your eyes, whatever catches your eyes is for your, is for your soul, which is what I've said multiple times. If you're reading something, maybe you're struggling with depression, maybe you're struggling with anxiety and you read something that really just speaks to you deeply to the point where you're moved by it. The word of God is trying to speak to you, to comfort you, to heal you, whatever. I want to talk to you about, I'm going to go to one, one other passage. I want to tell you what Jesus said about the word of God. Okay. This is in Matthew seven. It's interesting. I think that the word of God, the word of God tells you to read the word of God. The word of God tells you to read the word of God. Jesus was the word out of John 1. The word became flesh and dwelt among us and we saw his glory. I'm about to tell you the word telling you to listen to the word. (laughs) It's pretty deep. Jesus, red letter, Matthew 7, says this. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them, may be compared to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and slammed against the house. And yet 
it did not fall for it had been founded on the rock. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, the floods came, the winds blew and slammed against the house and it fell and great was its fall. When Jesus had finished reading these words, the crowds were amazed. I bet they were at his teaching for he was teaching them as one having authority, not as their scribes. Now, why is this so important? Jesus is telling us here to read the word, to listen to the word. Everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man who built his house on the rock. We can take that scripture and go back to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy says this, all scripture is given for teaching, correction, rebuke, for training in righteousness, another version says. If you are taught by the word of God, the truths of God's word, if you are corrected, if you are trained in righteousness, if you have that kind of foundation, Jesus is actually giving us a picture of this verse right here in 2 Timothy. If you are learning from the word of God, Jesus knew when the rain fell, when the floods came, when the wind slammed against your house, it's not going to fall. If you don't read the word of God, you do not have the uh, teaching, the rebuke, the correction, the training. You do not have what you need in order to withstand such an attack on your life. You don't have it. So Jesus is telling us in Matthew 7, you need this. You need this because the winds are going to come. The floods are going to come. The, the, everything is going to come. And it is going to shake up your house. And if you are founded on my, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them, if it's founded on my word, then it will stand. That's the benefit of it. The word is stable and supportive, guys. It's stable and supportive. It is, it is truth. When we follow it, we have an incredibly stable foundation. I'm so passionate about this because of just what it has done for me. The other night I was talking to uh, one of my children and my husband was saying something and I was, I was, I was listening. <laughs> I was listening to what he was saying. But all of a sudden the Lord said, mm, that's not enough. This, this kid needs the word. So I went, got my Bible and tangibly opened my Bible to show my child where the truth that we were trying to convey with our mouth actually originated. And when my child saw the truth from God's word, something clicked in their eyes. They lit up. They got it. Finally. It is active, it is living, it is sharper than a two-edged sword. It is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. What you say will not be as effective as what the scripture says. There is something supernatural about it. And hearing from God's word is as simple as picking it up and reading it. It's so easy, it's hard, okay? Okay. I think I'm done with this one. I hope this helps you. I hope this shows you the benefits 
the need for it, the wisdom in it. And I just really pray that you guys take five minutes. What if you want to know how to radically change your life? Take five minutes a day to hear from the spirit of God and to read the word for the next year. If you did that, your life would be radically changed. I'm telling you. I'm t- I did it. I'm radically changed. Totally different. I think that might be a challenge that I put out to you guys. Five minutes a day if you don't do it. Now, if you're like, you know, one of these like Bible nuts like I am that, you know, you're constantly in the word, you're constantly looking at verses, challenge your own self. Read the Bible in a year. Read the Bible in six months. We've got to get back, though, to the simplicity of reading the word. Okay. All right. Love you guys. I will catch you right after the break for a question from one of y'all. Love you. We'll be back with more from Autumn right after this. Does it seem like God is answering everyone's prayers but yours? Do you want to see results from your prayer life? Do you feel as if you are a professional Christian with an amateur prayer life? If so, Autumn's latest book, Gangster Prayer, is for you. Autumn Miles wrote Gangster Prayer because she herself experienced disappointment from years of praying with little results. Gangster Prayer will show you how to unlearn bad habits in prayer and build your prayer life on a foundation of faith and not doubt. Get your copy of Gangster Prayer today at autumnmiles.com or anywhere books are sold. Be sure to follow Autumn on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Autumn Miles in your internet browser. And now back to the Autumn Miles Show. Here's your host, Autumn Miles. Okay, guys, here we are back with a question from one of you. I love this question, and I think it's it's just super real. It's super, like, relatable. It's humanity in a question. I really struggle with letting my feelings overcome actual truth. <laughs> How relatable is that? How do you combat your negative feelings with God's word when circumstances surrounding you are so hard? Let me read it again for the people in the back. This is from Rachel. I really struggle with letting my feelings overcome actual truth. How do you combat negative feelings with God's word when circumstances surrounding you are so hard? Thank you, Rachel. Thank you for your transparency and for just answering this question. I used to let my feelings run crazy because you you feel it. I mean, feelings are wonderful. They're a gift. God's given us feelings. They're not bad things. They're actually wonderful. Like the feeling of love and the feeling of, you know, forgiveness and acceptance and like, you know, all those feelings, all the things, all the feels are great things. But your feelings, while there's good feelings, there's also bad feelings. And even the good feelings need to be tempered at times. The bad feelings can put us into a state of believing things that just aren't what God say. I realized several uh, years ago that God's word was a key to helping me decipher what I, where I allowed my feelings to go. God's word actually controlled my feelings. If I had major feelings of anxiety, I would go to God's word and God's word would be the antidote for my feelings. Okay. If I had major feelings of fear, 
I would go to God's word and say, okay, God, what do you say about fear? And it was the living, active, sharp source that was able to pacify my feelings. Again, like I said before the break, the, the Bible is supernatural. It's a supernatural living book. I can't explain it to you other than what the word of God says about it. So that's exactly what I do. I have practiced so many times over the years. I have practiced, okay, my feelings are kind of out of control. I feel really upset right now, angry. I feel really hurt right now. I feel really fearful right now. What does God's word say about that? And then you have to train your own self, which you can do it. Lots of people have done it to believe the truth of God's word other than the hypotheticals of your feelings. It will pacify your feelings if you believe that the word is living and active in your life. God's word has calmed my feelings. It's like, it's like the best thing ever. (laughs) Oh, I feel really bad about this. I'll get into the scripture and say, word of God, speak. And the Lord will come in and he will help me. He will help me. The word helps you. So I hope that helps you, Rachel. I feel like a lot of people have it because we can let our feelings get out of control. And the beautiful thing about the scripture is that it's a barrier. It's a guide. It's it's something that can reel them in when you focus on how, how powerful and how strong the Lord is. And when you focus on that rather than how you're feeling. So I hope that helps. I love you guys. Let me pray us out. Lord, I love you today. I love Rachel. I love every single listener that is going to listen to this episode today. I pray that you would encourage them deeply, greatly. Lord, I pray that your word would speak to them, that they would just become obsessed with your word, God. Lord, bless those that are listening, bless their families, bless them in their circumstances, Father. We treasure you. We treasure you and your voice in our life. And Lord, I just pray for this podcast, that it would be a beacon of hope for those that need it. Continue to bless it in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. I'll see you guys next week. Love you. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Autumn Miles Show. To find out more, go to autumnmiles.com. There, you can book Autumn for your next speaking engagement. Her inspiring message will be sure to engage and touch the heart of your audience at your next conference, church event, or business function. While you're online, you can find out how to order Autumn's latest book, Gangster Prayer. Our prayer is that this book will lead you to an intentional and passionate prayer life that is in sync with the heart of God. Go to autumnmiles.com to order your copy today. As we close, remember that you can follow Autumn on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search for Autumn Miles in your internet browser. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Be sure to join us next time for another edition of the Autumn Miles Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah.